It's The Inch Show, Australia's only show dedicated to innovation from Adelaide, Australia and across the globe. Today was the last chance you had the opportunity to get hands-on with Mod Robot Design Studio teaching us all about robot movement. With the digital world presenting lots of new career options, there was a session on how to become a successful influencer with Fresh 92 Brecky host and content creator Cam Doyle. We saw the colourful cosplay parade and there was a series of 50-person Minecraft parties hosted by Twitch streamer Mr crayfish and youtube star wild plus a bunch of curious people who enjoy learning and sharing what they can do from engineers to scientists to crafters got together for a couple of sessions for make a fair david it's been a seriously busy week who do you speak with at hybrid world adelaide today i'm with the hosts of abc me's spawn point with Bajo and rad uh, welcome to the in show well you guys have certainly been super busy here at hybrid world um, tell us what you've been up to this week Sure. Uh, well, we, um, we've done a, a talk about what, what made us the gamers that we are. That was one thing we did yesterday. Um, and we also... What else did we do yesterday, we Rad? We did signing. Yes, yeah. we met some people. Um, and today we're going to be stopping by the Minecraft land that's happening. Bardo's doing a bit of a meet-up with some of his Twitch followers. And then we're going to be leading the cosplay parade as well. <gasps> yes, the parade. I'm excited about my Sonic outfit. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm not. <laughs> so tell us what be, what sort of started you in the journey uh, of getting into gaming and, and uh, how did you guys get together? Um, I always kind of grew up playing games. So my dad actually introduced my sisters and I to games when we were kids. And it was just like the fun thing that we did together. It was always the pastime that I kind of wanted to be doing. But at the same time, my parents never let us have a console at home. So I think it was kind of that forbidden fruit as well, where whenever we went over to a friend's house and they had games and things like that, we were like desperate to play them. Or if there were demos in a store, we were like desperate to play those as well. Um, so it was just something that I always grew up enjoying. And when I you know, heard about Good Game, it was something that I really grew to love as a fan as well and when I found out that I could you know kind of do some work experience there I was like totally on it yeah well for me um, I grew up in a small country town uh, well kind of small Toowoomba um, but I was on the outskirts of Toowoomba so I was pretty isolated from everything so games were a way for me to pass the time basically just my animals and my games but also they were a very social thing because I was so far away from my friends it was like you can make a day of it come over to my place you know we will just play games all day and it'll be super fun and I will destroy them in every game we play because I played them like crazy <laughs> in fact that's some of my favourite childhood memories uh, playing games like you know uh, like fighting games and letting my friends get down to like get me down to one hit and then I'll just suddenly start playing properly and completely destroy them so that was some of my favorite childhood memories but that, that, no one likes playing with you no one likes playing with me yeah. no no you never know what's going to happen <laughs> probably bad things um but I, I yeah I, I found a love for games uh from that isolation and also from the community based around just that's how I met my friends you know it's how I still continue to meet my friends and and uh from there it was just land parties and I, I moved out of home and pretty much just played counter-strike for a year with my friends in our house you know and um, when I came to Sydney trying to get work in film and TV, because that was my other passion, film and TV, computer style for games, um, I, I struggled for quite a while because I wasn't very good at acting. I was pretty bad because I hadn't had the training. <laughs> I got most of the work I got from just being available. But um, I, I did a little bit of TV work and then Good Game were looking for a new host. They just put it out on their forums. Remember forums? Those were the days when there were I forums. forums. Forums were I great. Them. <laughs> and uh, I just sent in a tape and auditioned and it was the easiest audition I've ever had because it all just like it all just felt right you know it felt like everything I'd worked towards 
was for that job so that's where I'm and it's also about the passion you know obviously you're very passionate about gaming and so forth so when you're able to you know be living in your passion and actually do that for your work you know it's such a fulfilling part but you know space in life isn't it yeah absolutely and our whole team are just so passionate you know and our team has changed now that good game was cancelled at the start of the year but we still have a good solid beautiful core team at spawn point and um everyone's just so passionate about what they do and they love what they do and you know we're, we're so lucky we have such fun jobs with such lovely people it's a really rare thing I think yeah I actually don't know how I'm gonna work in other places now after this because getting to come into work and just like nerd out and chat to your friends about these things that you mutually love is amazing and we get to do that like every day so it's really really cool and it's just amazing to get to work in something that you really love and just enjoy personally and was it the producers of the show that brought you two together or did you already know each other through gaming and, and other things? Oh, so I worked, um, I did work experience uh, first and that's how I kind of got into working with Good Game and I did one week of it and I loved it so much that I was like, can I come back one day a week and volunteer my time? And they were like, if you want to work for free, we're not going to say no. Um, I was still in uni at the time and I kind of did that for a year and a half until they were like, you've been here long enough now that we need to stop paying you because it's getting weird that you keep coming back every year. Um, and so they, they took me on as um, just part-time production assistant stuff um, did that for a couple of days a week and then eventually got moved to full-time did full-time work uh, for I think two or three years yes. until yeah until um, I started doing some presenting stuff as well and I really enjoyed it and they didn't hate me doing it and you know opportunities arose and then I got to do it full-time so yeah so where do you see technology taking gaming from here like we've got so much available to us now what do you reckon is the next in the world of gaming well the big thing that we we always talk about is vr you know because like vr is still pretty rough but finally the hardware has caught up to make it playable and not completely motion sicky <laughs> the moment you step into it. although i still get very motion sick um we've had magic moments in the last two years we've sat in a vr game and done something that's blown our mind there's a batman game for example which is one of the better ones and they're still like tech demos they're not really full games yet because no one's really cracked it right but um i remember i was sitting in this game and i am looking in the mirror as batman wiggling my arms around in a stupid way and dancing and then i'm moving some puzzle in a 3d space and something about that just really blew my mind so we're getting these magic moments with vr and someone's going to crack it soon i think yeah, I think alongside that, AR, like augmented reality, is going to be huge as well. So things like the HoloLens, getting to put digital things in a physical space is going to be huge because that turns the entire world into a playground, and that's really exciting as well. It's like holograms, right? Imagine, yeah. imagine. Um, I, I would love to be able to have my mum there in front of me, yeah. you know, in, a, in an AR AR space and actually hi mom I can see you that's the that would be so exciting and I don't think it's that hard to do yeah no I think we're actually a lot closer to it than we kind of realize and I think alongside that like having um more things that use your body as controllers so like all those suits that have kind of wires and stuff built into them and your movement gets translated onto the screen I think that's gonna take off a little bit more as well but hopefully not in those weird skin tight suits that we're currently seeing because I don't want to wear those I like them uh, one thing I've seen with HoloLens particularly is is just the fact that you know that the physical objects that are in the room with you are there as well. So you can actually then walk around those objects and not bump into them like what the, the VR goggles does, you know. And um, um, so what's been your highlights for Hybrid World this week? 
Definitely the retro game area. Um, I'm loving it. Oh, it's incredible. It's so rare to see so many old consoles actually working. Like, they all work. Um, and so many consoles that uh, I, I missed as a kid, because, you know, you can't have all of them. So I never owned a Sega 32X, for example, and I always wanted one, even though it was a pointless console to buy back in the day. It had, like, five games, and it was the start of the end for Sega. But um, just, just seeing one in the flesh and, like, seeing those games and seeing all these old consoles working, was, is, that was a real treat for me. I haven't actually gotten to go in it yet, but there's this golden portal thing that yes. apparently is a real-time portal to someone in another space. Um, so I really want to go in there and just, like, have a yarn with someone random. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on the in-show and enjoy the rest of your time here in Adelaide. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. I'm with a young eight-year-old fella that's just come away from the, the Minecraft challenge. Um, Zach, what was it like? Really good. Um, so I built this parkour course thingy where once you complete it you um, can teleport to the nether. So um, what was the challenge? Well if your building was good enough you could get it built here in Adelaide where the old Royal Adelaide campus was so yeah. So you had a lot of fun? Yeah it was really good. And uh, what else did you do here at Hybrid World? Um, we played some squash and badminton and we went in this teleportation machine thingy. And so what did you do there? Um, we met with these people from Gaza. So what happened in there? You just went in and had some chats with them? Yeah, yeah, it was really good. And what types of things did you talk about? Um, what we did as jobs and what we liked doing. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much, Zach, for joining us on the in-show. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm here with Janet Gator, Creative Director of Hybrid World Adelaide. It's the final day. How's it gone for you? Oh, I reckon it's been absolutely brilliant. For me, just seeing the faces on our young residents of Adelaide out here when they're playing with this technology, you see the engagement, you see their eyes shining, you see the smile on their face. It, it's, it's just, it's worth all of the work. It's just been absolutely amazing. And if, if three kids walk away from this event with you know, wanting to pursue a career in technology, then I consider my job's done. <laughs> Absolutely. We've, we've seen so many, and through the conference, we heard so many incredible stories and different things and technology and so forth. Was there anything that jumped out at you and like went, wow, you know, like I, I had no idea that was coming? Oh, I mean, I think some of the things in the conference were really, really very mind-blowing, weren't they? I guess on my side of the public program, the thing that I kind of went, oh, wow, this is how technology can work with a real event was the the game building challenge that we did yesterday so we had a young game Adelaide based game developer called Matt Tribbiani and his friend Matt LaCrupa and the two of them built a game in 90 minutes now we streamed them building that game with the help of Barjo and Rad to the internet over a service called Twitch and we had thousands of people watching on Twitch. These people were joining in, making suggestions for the game as well as our big audience and 90 minutes later we had a playable game which people can now download and play for free. So, you know, to me that is that is what Hybrid World is all about. It's so interesting. Like, did, were, were those guys actually given like a concept for the game prior to, to coming there or did they just think of it on the fly and 
90 minutes later, we got a game. They actually um, had a friend of theirs put a load of kind of pre-built assets in a folder, but they didn't know what they were. So the whole thing started with them going, oh, butterfly, oh, Amazon lady with blue sword, oh, uh, brick textures, oh, barn, oh, huge giant spider. Right, how can we put all of these things together in a game? And those things are all in our little playable game. Now, Janet, we had this amazing competition for League of Legends through Hybrid World this week. And tell us about how that all went here. Yeah, so we, yes, a massive event for League of Legends, but we targeted high schools. So Riot, the games developer, have got this amazing high school program, which is all about behaving responsibly online and using esports to learn real life lessons about responsible behavior and how to be a good citizen and how to be, you know, collaborative and supportive. And because, you know, sport is all about a challenge and winning but to make that winning in a really supportive and creative way so they had this amazing program we work with the department of education over here we rolled it out through well every high school in south australia was invited to to participate and then they had a championship here at hybrid world seeing that go off was absolutely brilliant adelaide high school ended up winning I would really like to see that program rolled out across the country. If I have my way, this time next year, we'll have the country final at Hybrid World Adelaide with all of the high schools from across the country coming to play because it was really, you know, very inspirational seeing those young players working, collaborating, having a great time together, helping each other. And that is what the the power of eSport is, really. Janet, you must be so proud of, of what has been achieved this year, being the first year. What was the proudest moment for you? Gosh, um, in so many. Like it's, I feel like, um, you know, choosing between my children. You know, on every day for me, I've had that wonderful moment where I have had the opportunity to talk to one of our young visitors Uh, where they are just telling me they want to tell me about their own experiences the things that they've done here the things that they're going to take away from the things that they've learned and the things that they've done here and I think you know when you have the opportunity to engage with a young person's life and they're willing to share with you the kind of the power and the passion of the experience they've had then that is a gift and I'm so profoundly grateful to our young visitors because you know that is what I'm going to take away so you're making my eyes um, you know tear up when I think about it because I think you know it's it's it is our young Australians that I am passionately care about and if I've given them a good experience then that has been my highlight well what a week Troy we've learned so much we've seen so much and my brain's fried if you didn't make it to hybrid world this week you've missed an amazing series of events and next year's just gonna be bigger and better Thanks, David. A great final day at Hybrid World Adelaide and a great five days of the InShow podcast from the Tonsley Innovation Precinct. The InShow is a Hybrid World Adelaide media partner. Subscribe on iTunes and check out theinshow.online. Tomorrow, there's more from the InShow as we put the spotlight on the Winnovation Awards.